now it's time for some Midweek Thoughts. John, what can I help you with today? Please, <laughs> please take a seat. So, you put me on the spot here, Tim, with um, trying to come up with a problem. <laughs> and it just so happens that like two days ago... Mm-hmm. I told my wife this exact thing, mm-hmm. and I said, "Honey, you're a problem." So, how did you help me? How can you help me with that? Okay, so you told your wife she's a problem. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. My wife's amazing. Um, I said to her, "I have a problem learning from other people. Like, if if I'm in a conversation with somebody." Mm-hmm. And I I don't think I do this intentionally, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to sound like an absolute pompous prick um, (laughs) with uh, ego and whatever. When I'm when I'm talking with somebody, we're having a conversation like it doesn't it doesn't register in my mind that I might be able to learn something from them. Okay, it doesn't register that like I can't always hear what they're saying. Mm hmm. Right. And and I notice that sometimes like when we're listening back to our podcast and you say something that's like, oh, man, that was so good. Mm-hmm. But like in the moment, it, it goes way over my head. I mm-hmm. can't fully connect with with whatever the other person's saying. And sometimes when I'm working on job sites, I'll have conversations with the homeowner and and it'll dawn on me like after it's over, like, wow, I didn't I mean, I listened to what they were saying, but I didn't I don't ever listen to anything like John. Like, like, what are they saying? I don't yeah. think it's that I have a problem learning. It's just that I don't th- understand the context of the conversation that they're having. Like, wait, are you asking me a question for you? Are you talking to me? Are you telling me something that I need to know? Anything like that. So I just mm-hmm. basically just hear words. Yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not dialed in on what the meaning is behind it. Like the the meaning behind the words. Yeah, like yeah. I'm listening and I'll talk about what they're talking about, mm-hmm. but it's never, it's not as, it's not personal. And mm-hmm. I just it dawned on me that day. I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I do that a lot, and I don't even realize it. Like I'm not trying to be a jerk, but, and I don't mm-hmm. even know if anybody notices. Mm-hmm. But I just, I did. You know, yeah, you're, so. you're good at carrying the conversation, but you're not feeling like there's any depth to it. So. So go, I'll sit back, sip my coffee, and you okay. just um, go off on that for a little bit. Well, how are you going to listen to me? Because this is the one thing that, <laughs> this is the one thing. <laughs> how can I help you? <laughs> Did you say this on purpose? <laughs> no. Um, this is, I prom- <laughs> you're, you're setting me up, man, to but swing out. I'm expecting, because the, the context of the conversation right now, I'm listening like you're telling me, you're going to tell me what's wrong with me, and I know <laughs> that that's what you're telling me, so that's what I'll be listening for. Okay. So I struggle with what you are saying, but I also, um, I think being aware of it is 90% of the battle. Hang on. I wasn't paying attention. Can you start over? (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) I think being aware of it is 90% of the battle. Like whenever I have conversations with people, I'm very good at mirroring their facial expressions and I'm very good at like engaging with them, but I'm almost so focused on doing that that I'm not even paying attention to like the context of what they're saying. So I almost have to catch myself, catch myself trying too hard. And then I have to like stop myself from doing that. It's like, I'm very present in the moment. Like, all right, Tim, you're doing it again. You are trying too hard. You need to just like, just listen to what they're saying. And um, it's like, whenever you think of a conversation, like the conversation we're having right now, I could push my agenda onto you and 
I could try to formulate how this conversation is going to go, or I could just take all of that aside and just let whatever happens happens and trust that whatever we say is the best thing that could possibly be said. And whenever I trust that, that whenever I, whenever I let that happen, I'm more present in the conversation as opposed to trying to steer the conversation. Does that make any sense? Sure. But while you were talking, I was thinking about this and uh, <laughs> I mean, where I'm not trying to be this funny. Is, this is hard. Like I'm, this is not like therapy advice right here. This is like two, this is like a fun exercise. I think part of my problem is when I'm listening to somebody else talk about well, anything, mm-hmm. if I don't know what credentials they have, what clout they have, what expert knowledge they bring to the table, mm-hmm. That, that plays a factor to you? I, I won't pay attention because not because I don't trust them, but it's like, listen, if I, if I believe anything you're saying, I'm going to have to go back and research mm. it and look it up. And maybe this whole world of like, everybody has an opinion. Everybody wants to share something. Mm. How do you know what's true and what's not true? And I think maybe I've let that the conversations cloud, like, wait, they're not, they're not, talking to me about factual they're just sharing their story their mm-hmm. experience and just listen to that and be there with that and i need to like flip the part of my brain that says listen for knowledge mm-hmm. i think so often every day i listen to audiobooks and i listen to podcasts and all of these people are usually take doctors everything or professors i listen to everything so i and i trust that a lot of that is true because they have titles but titles don't mean shit in this world, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm in that like, well, they have some credibility because they're on this platform. Mm-hmm. Whereas this person I'm, I'm talking to, I don't know them as much. I don't know what, what credentials, I don't know what they, and then maybe in my head, I just need to flip that off. Like, you know what? You don't have to believe them. Mm-hmm. You can hear their story. Yeah. I'm just going to need, like you said, being self-aware of that. Yeah, well, that, that's you have to catch yourself. And like knowing that you do this is 90% of the battle. So whenever you meet someone for coffee and they start going down a rabbit hole, you know, like, man, I don't know where they're getting all this stuff from. But you have to literally in that moment be like, no. like In your head, you have to turn that switch and be like, mm. I'm listening to whatever they're saying. And I'm, I'll filter it later, but I have to, I have to soak yeah, it in right now. Yeah, and I think knowing the context of the conversation, like, if if like my wife comes down and starts to talk to me about work and her things at work and everything that's going on, it would be helpful for me. I know this is what like what does she expect from me? Am I listening? Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to? And, and it's hard for me because I don't understand to listen to somebody else and just be like, oh, I'm really sorry, or mm. wow, thanks for sharing, or like. It's just, it's hard for me to do that. No, I get that. Because I like the conversation. I like to f- philosophize and like. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Philo- ph- what's the word? Um, Philos- be philosophical. I just like to be <laughs> philosophical about it. Yeah, there you go. You know, and, and just kind of try to dig in a little bit, maybe ha- understand why some people do things when really some people just don't want that. They just want mm-hmm. to be heard and to listen. Yeah. So the, I think context. It comes down to context of the conversation. Mm hmm. And, and, and being aware. So anyway, that's my, that was my big thing that I've realized my self-aware moment. So that's good. Well, let's, let's see if you can help me with this. Well, I think. I'll, I'll know. I'll let you know if you help me after I listen to the podcast. <laughs> I think you helped yourself, man. I think you did. You said it way better than I did. Well, maybe like, you helped me by maybe you help. 
I helped myself by letting you talk and gave me an opportunity <laughs> to think for a little maybe, bit. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was like white noise. But you, I needed you to talk so I could feel how I was, I could start to be introspective about how I was yeah. feeling, mm-hmm. you know, while you were talking. That's good. So, so here's something that I struggle with. I know what I should do a lot. Like I, I can tell you right now what I should do in a given day, but, and I know that these things are good for me, but why do I still struggle with doing them? Okay. So you know what you should do. Yep. Logically, I know what I should day, do. You know, there's certain things throughout the day. Like I should be doing this today. Mm-hmm. And I know they're good for me. I know that I would, I'll reap rewards and I know that it's benefiting mm-hmm. me, but why do I but still struggle to do it? Hmm. Now, now we're talking. Now we can start digging. Why do we do things? So yours is more or less, it's not that you're, it's not what you're not, I want to say this because you're saying that you know there's things you should do. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much what you're doing. Are you, are you doing the opposite of what you should be doing? No, I'm just not doing it. You're just not doing those things that you know would be helpful. Yeah, or or hmm. or if I do do it, it's 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 you like hard. Said, do do, <laughs> I do do it, do do <laughs> it, but it's hard for me. It's not like you think it'd come easy, right? Or you think it would be something that I mean, and there and this isn't everything in life, but there's a certain tasks that I'm just kind of like, ah, okay, here we go. But is it because I've just gotten stuck in a rut where I get so used to this lazy behavior that mm. is that it? And then I know what it is. What, what is it? I th- I think it comes down to, I know, it comes all down to like, think about our prehistoric selves. Mm. Like it's in human nature to meet need, like meet our immediate needs, mm-hmm. like food, shelter, water, safety, security, mm-hmm. all of that. St- and like when all of those needs are met, uh-huh. why would we do anything else? Mm. So I think we're battling our own ability to go further that's good you know so it's like our 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 brain says dude everything's taken care of like you don't need to go above and beyond like right now there's no threat there's no danger so like why are you doing that so it's got to be a it's got to be deeper than you know a biological need to Mm -hmm. do it you know if like like if you were sick and you needed to take your medicine yeah, you'd likely do that. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, or if there was, I, I, I wouldn't be struggling to do that. Right. If there was a deadline and you knew you had to get something done for a job, you, you'd do it because mm-hmm. you knew that was that needed to be done in yep. order for you to get paid to take care of your needs. That's true, right? But if it's something in addition to that to better yourself, it's really hard to do that. Like, I think it does take a goal and it does take a, a why. Mm. And if you don't have a, even if it's a, even if you don't need that why. I think if you have it, you can kind of trick your brain to think like that's something you need mm-hmm. and then you'll do it. I think that's why sometimes I do so well at these. If I just set a goal for myself, I'm really good and then I'll meet that goal and then I'm like, now what? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, I think yeah. I think maybe that might be some of it. It could be. That you're just like, well, I don't, why? Like, why do I need to do that? I don't. <laughs> so. I was just talking to my friend yesterday. And I was telling her, I was like, you need to meet my friend John and, I, and talk with us because John and I, she thinks a lot like we do where we, she doesn't believe in the way the society works and how we, why, why work jobs that we don't care about for money that we don't want and all this stuff. And it's so true. It's like, find your why. It's like, well, I don't, 
you know, yeah, it's just interesting. I know these things are good for me, but yeah, I think I think you're I think you're hitting the nail on the head there. Yeah, I um I kind of I kind of fell into that on Sunday afternoon. There was nothing to do. It was kind of boring. Weekends. Everyone loves weekends. <laughs> I hate weekends cuz I'm like there's nothing to do. Like we can <laughs> go do stuff, especially in the winter time when it's cold out. Mm-hmm. Um so we try to get out and do stuff, but in the afternoon I just came downstairs and I get I get in my head I'm like, I'll never be a successful health coach. I don't have the credentials that anybody else has. I'm just a certified primal health coach, whatever that means. Mm. And I was really selling myself short. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you, but you did it. You took a class, you passed tests, you're mm-hmm. certified, you're a coach. And you've helped, you know, a couple hundred people lose over 6,000 pounds and counting. So, mm-hmm. like, you have all of that in your corner. Why are you shy? Like, you say that doctors wouldn't hire a health coach or pass your name along. But you know what? Have you ever asked? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, shoot. I didn't ever ask. Maybe maybe some would or a yoga studio or a whatever. And I sat down and I made new business cards and I started doing some background information that and realizing that I'm not an internet guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to create a 21 day challenge, but you know what? I'm a ground and pound guy where I'll just go out and do the work. Mm-hmm. And I started to put the things in motion to Play do things like that and to, to, to ask about local meeting events. And, and I, and I kind of just retrain that, like where I was just spinning my wheels for like a year and a half thinking like, I'll never be the Instagram guy. I'll never be the, the YouTube guy. But mm-hmm. I was, why do I have to be mm-hmm. dude? Why do I have to be? That's that? so good. You like, know, I just get a handful of people that might want coached for a couple bucks a month or mm-hmm. whatever. Dude, that's so good. There's a guy here in town, Matt, um, Matt Hench, you know, Matt Hench. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so funny. He found my Insta or he found my YouTube channel and he was like, yo man, like I love this video. Are you in the Carlisle area? And I was like, man, I feel like I, I feel like we should probably know each other. I was like, dude, like you know, with some mutual friends, but either way, him and I got to talking. He does, he does vlogging on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just watched one of Matt's videos. This yeah, morning, dude. The Valentine's Day. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and so I, him and I were talking about inspiration and what what you know what gets us going and stuff. And I was telling him how initially when I got into video, I wanted to be a vlogger. I wanted to like film my life and I wanted to do these crazy things. But I was in this thing I'm talking about right now where I woke up and I know I knew that it would be good, but I just really struggled with doing it. And then I eventually had to come to the realization like. It's just not for me. I'm just not the type of guy that should be vlogging. It's just not in my personality. But Matt kills it. Like he ha- totally has the personality mm-hmm. to do it. And it's, it's, you know, I'm not saying it's easy for him, but I feel like it's very natural. Um, he just has like this natural way about him. Yeah. And, and he does nice work too. We'll have to link to, to Matt Hinch's yeah. uh, vlog on the. So, but, but what, but what I'm getting at is like there's these things in life where we're really struggling. Like, why aren't we doing it? Like, why, why, you know, why am, for example, people would get up. I know I should go to the gym today. Why am I not going? Maybe instead of going to the gym, you should focus on the diet or maybe you should just start doing stuff at home and mm-hmm. just, and just get into the routine, doing a couple body weight exercises at home before you make that jump. And there's just all these little things you can, little variables you can switch. Um, so for me, um, finding things that are actually f- enjoy the, uh, enjoy the process of doing these things and if you aren't enjoying the process of doing these things, then you know why. Maybe you're lying to yourself, saying that you should be doing it, and really you shouldn't. So yeah, and I think putting a uh, putting a, a vocabulary to those things. Mm-hmm. When someone says I-, I should go to the gym, but I can't, well, maybe you shouldn't be going to the gym. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe the reason you can't go to the gym is because somewhere deep down in your subconscious, you know, the gym is not what you need. Mm-hmm. The gym just might be the little uh, rabbit oh, or carrot, carrot on a stick that's out really in front good. of you that you think the gym's going to give you what you need. But then deep down inside, you know, no, the gym isn't really. I just I think that might be. And you're you're teasing at the thing that's really going to help you. Mm-hmm. And it's not the gym. That's why you're not going. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it, it might you might force you to be a little introspective and you're like, okay, well, why am I not going to the gym? And what is it that I want to accomplish from the gym? Whereas like, it's hard for me to, to get down and do, you know, push-ups and pull-ups and stuff. Cause I'm like, well, I'm not, why would I do that? A to get stronger. But I'm like, but I feel pretty strong right now. So it's harder to do them. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, and I'm like, then why, why do I want to get stronger? Like, why? Mm-hmm. Like I feel good now and I can do almost everything that I like doing. So why would I want to get stronger? So it's harder to do them. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have that, is it, we just repeating ourselves all the time that <laughs> it just comes down to a why. I mean, that's the majority of life, right? <laughs> that's the majority of, if you, if you don't have a goal, life. if you don't have a why, it's really hard to do it. Anything in life. And quite honestly, why should you, mm-hmm. if you don't know why you're doing it, why, why are you doing it? <laughs> Well, that's what I was talking to my friend last night about. We were talking about working these jobs that, you know, she has a job that she works like 60 hours a week. And you just, you know, why, why put yourself through that? Well, I need to make my ends meet. And so I need to save. And okay, well, you have your why. <laughs> Otherwise, you're homeless. Isn't it interesting, though? I'm thinking about like, this is my second and a half cup of coffee this morning. Nice. I had absolutely zero problems going up there, grinding some beans, throwing it through and, and, and making this cup of coffee. I don't need this cup of coffee, but it was easy for me to go do it. Mm-hmm. I have no reason why to drink this cup of coffee. How many things it's like we don't need that we do anyway, because instead of saying why, we're like, well, why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. What if we just switch that mentality to mm-hmm. all of these things that could improve us, that could make us better? Yeah, why not go doing to the, them? And why be, not go well, to the gym? Why not do twenty five push ups during the commercials? Or why not do that? Or why not make a healthier decision in terms of why not do that? Mm, that's good. Gosh, yeah. Anyway, a little, little fun of the week thought for you there. I got a joke. Tell me. Alrighty, this is a tough one. You got to pay attention. Okay, I'm listening. Knock knock. Who's there? I had an itchy butt, and now I have a finger that smells like stinky. Oh, God. I had an itchy butt, and now I have a finger that smells like stinky who? No, stinky. Stinky? Yeah. Oh, stinky poo. (laughs) Wow. That is like a five-year-old joke. Who told you that? I made it up. Just now? No. We did it at the dinner table last night. (laughs) All kinds of them. Knock, knock. Who's there? I'm up. I'm up poo. I'm a poo. So end anything in pee and then you're fine. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Smell mop. Smell mop poo. That's good. <laughs> nice. Hopefully all you people enjoy uh, this potty humor. Knock, knock. Who's there? Don't step in that pile of stinky. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Stink eep. It doesn't make sense because stink eep isn't a thing. Stink eep. Stink eep. Who? Well, yeah, I know, but like, there's no such thing as like a stink eep. Like, what's a stink eep? You could say stink heap. Oh, a stink heap. Yeah. Don't step in that stink heap. Yeah. Who talks that way? Knock, knock. This is the last one. Who? There. Europe. Europe. Who? Uh, That's mean, man. Stop it. Hey, uh, Spell I cup. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> I space. I C-U-P. space. I space. 
All right. See everybody.